You're listening to The Marketing Funnel Show, episode number 23. Today on the pod, I'm excited to introduce you to James Ranson, the master wordsmith. And we're talking about his quiz funnel. Welcome to The Marketing Funnel Show. I'm your host, Michelle Evans, and this is the podcast for coaches, experts, and online business owners to learn how to go from simply surviving to sold out using the power of marketing funnels. All right, let's jump into today's show. Hey, hey, welcome to today's show. I am so excited today to bring you James Ranson, the master wordsmith. So James and I met like maybe two and a half, three years ago. We were both students of another um, mentor and we connected in that uh, program and have just stayed connected over the years uh, because James, he he doesn't love marketing, but him and I have always connected um, over marketing. And he, he uh, reached out a while back and he said, Michelle, I really am committed to getting my marketing going this year. And he decided to join Build Your Funnel Bootcamp. And as we were going back and forth in Build Your Funnel Bootcamp, deciding on which funnel was the right one for James, we decided that the quiz funnel was right. Because um, for James has sort of a complicated um, offering. Um, he's extraordinarily skilled at what he does. And, um, and he needs people who are ready to have a conversation about you know, what they want. And quizzes really make sense because it's going to set people up to have the right conversation with James. But as you're going to hear during this interview, uh, at first James is okay with the quiz, and then as he got thinking about it, he he wasn't quite sure. And so um, we had to kind of work through some of his concerns. And um, and I love that because when I, because I never ever ever want to push somebody to do marketing that they're not comfortable with. I know I personally have had mentors in the past who've tried to turn me into like. Um, clones of them, and I never, ever want to do that to somebody. However, in this case, I knew that a quiz was right for James, and so we just needed to work through some of his concerns, and I love that he brought those concerns to the forefront in this conversation because I think that a lot of times people have these concerns, but they're not always able to articulate them as well as James is, and James is a, a, he's a master writer. He's so good at what he does. So he's able to put words to things that a lot of times people aren't. And um, and so I was glad that he wanted to do this interview because um, because marketing isn't his favorite thing. It, he's much more into um, doing his craft, which he is an absolute master at. And, you know, he's so much like almost all clients that I've ever worked with, they would rather be doing what they're really great at versus doing the marketing piece. Um, But in the end, we came up, or he came up with a really phenomenal quiz that, um, that really sets up 
the right conversation with his ideal clients. And I can't wait for you to hear just how this all unfolded and everything that he worked through. And one thing I always have appreciated about James is his 100% commitment to his own unvarnished truth. So you're going to hear it all in this interview, and I can't wait for you to dive in. So let's go. All right, James, thanks for joining me today. I'm so excited to have you here. Oh, you're so welcome. Really excited to be here. Thank you. Yeah, you know, because, uh, because you're new to my audience, I would love for you to just take a few minutes to let us know what your business is, you know, kind of what you're about, and then we can dive into some more specifics. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, hi, Michelle's audience. Uh, <laughs> uh, my name is James Ranson. I am the master wordsmith. I'm a Wall Street Journal bestselling editor, book coach, ghostwriter. I help entrepreneurs, consultants, coaches, speakers, thought leaders grow their authority and build their businesses by writing high quality books. Yeah. And by high quality books, I mean, I know you have a lot of <laughs> about this because we've just, known just each other <laughs> for a while. Um, but, you know, high quality books, what you mean is you're not, uh, you know, take 10 blog posts and turn them into a book and call it a bestseller, right? Exactly. It, there's, there's really two sides to that process. There is the creating something that gives your audience an immense amount of value such that they will turn around and look at you as the person they want to work with or book to speak on their stage or just as someone who really knows what the heck they're talking about in that field. And then also that when it does get uh, awards, acclaim, notoriety, recognition of any kind, that it actually deserves it. And it's not just something that is like, I threw it up on Amazon and then did a whole bunch of, of hacks and tricks to make it look um, more important or more influential than it actually is. Yeah. Yeah. And I know one of the things that you really stand for is creating a long-term business asset that Absolutely. does have impact. Yeah. Absolutely. A book is an asset that you will be able to leverage multiple ways for multiple decades. Yeah. Okay, so with that sort of as the backdrop, and you mm -hmm. call yourself the master wordsmith, uh, which I love, uh, and I know <laughs> people, people who've gone through uh, Build Your Funnel Boot Camp, I know that they've made use of your master wordsmithness, <laughs> <laughs> which is not a word. Yeah, we, uh, it's, it, I'll let it slide. <laughs> but we, we, had some, we had some fun with that in the group, definitely. Yeah. Um, so can you help me understand, because I know um, – since we've known each other for what about two and a half years or so about that yeah I, I know a bit about your journey in trying to get people to understand what you're about and get your marketing message out there and and really um, set yourself apart from the market I'd love for you to just talk a little bit about some things that you have tried and and just the journey that you've gone on to establish your business and get it known out there in the market. Sure. So uh, I began my business doing a lot of uh, freelance article writing and, and I got uh, into freelance editing just by knowing a couple people who needed help with their books and, and just sort of built things up from there. A lot of that has been very organic. It's been very word of mouth central or centric. Mm -hmm. um, and I love word of mouth. Word of mouth is one of my favorite things in the world, in all honesty, but it isn't always as reliable as we want it to be. So right. one, I think one of the mistakes that I have made in, in working in my business, I've been doing this almost four years now, 
has been relying on word of mouth a little bit too much. And, 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 you know, so when that comes in, when that works out, it almost always works out really well, but there are times in between when it's working out really well, when it's not really working at all. And that's, that's one of the reasons that I've, I've more recently started to look at, you know, other means of marketing and other ways to, to be more visible and so forth. And uh, one um, particular leg of this journey is the one that, that uh, connected us. Uh, we, um, for those of you who, who don't know, um, which maybe many of you, uh, Michelle and I met at, in a high-level speaking mastermind. Uh, run by a couple of the premier uh, speakers in the world, um, which is which is cool. You know, we learned some good stuff from them. But one of the things that we learned in this was that neither of us really wanted to speak first and build our business second. And I think that was one of the things that this particular mastermind really wanted to focus on. I remember um, I got to really got to work fairly closely with one of these very high level speakers who was running the program. And one of the things this person told me was essentially that my niche as a book-specific expert was too niche to be a keynote speaker, and that I needed to change the direction of my business and adopt a much broader um, topic and, and expertise that, uh, that, that people who didn't necessarily want to write a book, or at least didn't want to write one right now, could more easily relate to. And then, you know, work backwards from there to, to get book clients sort of after the fact. And, you know, I did not try to do that as hard as I could have, but I did try. And it didn't feel right for me. It didn't feel natural, even after, you know, working closely with this, this particular mentor and, and getting very excited about some of the things that could have happened from there. Ultimately that's not how I wanted to build my authority or my visibility because it would mean that I kind of have to start out by being something that I'm not, you know, I'm, I am not someone who advises businesses on how to be more effective. I'm not someone who coaches CEOs on how to run their organizations better. There are lots of great people who do that. I am not one of them. <laughs> and, um, and, and, you know, there, there, there is sort of some understanding as I, as I stepped back from that particular area uh, of focus that instead of, of going super, super broad toward things that anybody could, um, could work with, I actually wanted to do the opposite. I wanted to go even further into the, if you want to write a quality book, I am your guy level. And that's, that's sort of what brought you and I, Michelle, back to talking about some of these things. Yeah. Yeah. And I think um, even though, <laughs> even though for both of us, those, that high level mastermind kind of showed us what we didn't want. Mm -hmm. I, sometimes that's valuable. It absolutely is. It kind of digs your heels into no, actually, this is what I want. Yeah. And so what is it that you really wanted? Like, did you get really clear on that? Yeah, I want to work with people who are so clear that they are going to write an amazing book that showcases their expertise to the people who can't wait to hear that expertise from them and just have 
some block or some hole or some missing piece that is preventing them from either doing it in the first place or doing it as well as they would like to do it. Yeah. And that is, that's as deep as I've ever gone in, you know, in niching down in my business, because I, I know, you know, and, and maybe some of, some of the listeners will know uh, a bit about the self-publishing industry. There's a lot in there that is broad enough to say, you know, whoever you are, you can write this book for your business in, you know, in 90 days or in a weekend or whatever it is. And, um, or you can just hire somebody to write it for you according to some of these systems. Now, I'll be the first to tell you, I can work with people in either of those systems if I want to, but as I've learned about them more and about myself more, what I've discovered is that the people I really want to work with are the ones for whom those one-size-fits-all universal serving everybody systems don't feel right. And what, and I, I'm kind of putting you on the spot here, but what okay. about those doesn't feel right to you? One big thing is that a lot of them seem very one-size-fits-all. Yeah. Like, you know, okay, there, you need a system. Everyone needs a system. Not knocking systems. Systems are fine. I have systems. <laughs> I would right. probably go crazy if I didn't have systems. But uh, there is a big difference between plugging yourself into a system that someone else has designed without you in mind and partnering with someone who is going to take the time to learn who you are, what you're doing, why you're doing it, why you're the right person to do it, and how best you can do it. Yeah. There is an, there's a world of difference between those two things. And, you know, maybe 80 or 90% of the world wants to do the first one. That's fine. There are, pl there are plenty of places they can go. I want to work with the remaining 10 or 20% who don't want to go those places. Yeah, and... I think it's probably comes from both of us being in that mastermind where we were be, trying to be forced to yeah. become somebody that we weren't. Yeah, right? absolutely. And, and um, for me, and I don't know if you would agree with this, but for me, systems give us guardrails. Like they mm -hmm. help us move forward and say, okay, you know, we need to do certain things to move forward. Like we need to yep. be visible. People need to know about us. But within being visible, there's a lot of choices we can make. Absolutely. So no. Are we better being visible on podcasts, on stages, one-on-one? Um, -on -one? Like how are we best being visible? Video, you know, yeah. whatever. Absolutely. There's lots and of ways. There are. And, and along a similar line, if you are wanting to create a high-quality book, there are a number of different ways that, that, that could work for you. And yes. that could mean that you do work with a ghostwriter who works very closely with you to make sure that your, that your ideas come out in the way that it should be. It could mean that you work with a book coach who you know, guides you through a lot of the strategy process and then holds you accountable to do the actual writing yourself. Mm -hmm. Even within that, you know, there's, there's a difference between working with uh, an author or heck being an author who really needs help with strategic direction versus one who really needs help just getting their ideas out of their head versus someone who just doesn't know where to start. Yep. Yes. And you've worked with the spectrum and you've yeah. done this too. Like you've written books too. So you've, you've been on all sides of the equation. Right. So, so Help me understand, you know, as you were thinking about, because, uh, you know, you joined Build Your Funnel Bootcamp 
so you decided, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to try another system, obviously. Um, (laughs) so what was it about, um, about building a funnel? Like what was a goal for you about building a funnel or what was interesting for you about that? Because it is a system Mm -hmm. and you just came out of something that was, that felt like it was trying to plug you into a system that didn't feel right for you. So I'm interested to know from your perspective, what felt okay about this system? Well, the first thing is that you're the one running it. And, um, and, and I mean, I'm going to come back to this. Uh, and and as, as, you know, as we continue talking about this, one of the things that you have over people we both have already worked with is that you literally took a whole lot of time to get to know me mm. and to connect with me and to understand me and to help me understand myself so that when we did start talking about working together it was very much a sense of how can I take this, this, how can I, Michelle, you take the system that I have and make sure that it works for you rather than how can I, I, you know, get you to cram yourself into my system. Yeah. So that, that's huge. Just the, the amount of time and understanding and, and connection that you were willing to put into me before we even ever started talking about work together, working together was huge, first of all. Second of all, while this is a system, it is a system that is set up to be individualized very easily. Now, um, obviously, you know this because you've designed it, but uh, people listening who don't know the Build Your Funnel Bootcamp, there are, there's not one funnel in there. There are five. Yeah. Five or six. Five, More yeah. Five, okay. <laughs> there, there are several. And... Each of them can be, not only can each one be customized, you know, even further than that, each one serves a slightly different purpose. So as an example, one of my goals was to just connect with more people who are approaching the book process from, you know, I want to work with a book coach, but I don't entirely know how to do that yet, or what my issue is, or that they would help me solve. So what I was able to do was to take one of the funnels the quiz funnel, and then customize that so that four different people could take that quiz and still get some value that they really need out of it, even if they are struggling with different issues or approaching the, the book creation process from a completely different area. Well, and, and thank you for that. And customization and making marketing work for you is actually something that is really important to me because Mm -hmm. I don't think marketing will ever work. If I told you, James, you have to do marketing just like I do. It will never work for you because you're not me. Yeah. Um, And I'm not you, so I can't do it like you either. Um, So thank you for that. The second thing is what was important to like, why did you choose the quiz funnel? first of all. And then second of all, what was important to you about having these different outcomes for people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I actually, when I was first looking at this, I was thinking that I was not going to use the quiz funnel. I was going to use a different one. I was going to use uh, a discovery call funnel, which is essentially, you know, getting people to get on the phone with me. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to do that because I'm really good once I get on the phone with people. It's just getting them to that point that has been traditionally uh, challenging. So when I started to look into that, what I started to realize was that I was needing to subdivide all of the different people that might want to get on the phone with me 
for because they'd be getting on the phone with me for different reasons. Firstly, there are three different services that I offer. I offer book coaching. I also offer editing and I offer ghostwriting. Those are all book-related services, but they're very different and different people will need them at different times for different reasons. So my first thought was, okay, I really need to have three different discovery call funnels. And, and then that started getting really complex. And I was like, wait a minute. And hold I on. said, time out. Yeah, no, and, and, time. and you called me on that too. One, one at a time, time James, yeah. one at a time. <laughs> um, so, so there's that. But then um, when, when I sort of got to that, I, 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 I then decided, okay, I, I tend to get more editing and ghostwriting clients from word of mouth. Book coaching is the one that I want to build up the most and also the one that tends to happen the least organically of the three. So that's what I want to focus on. And then I, I so I'm, I'm still in thinking, okay, I want discovery calls for book coaching projects. Mm-hmm. And then I started to think about, okay, why is somebody going to get on the phone with me uh, to, to talk about book coaching? And the reasons that I came up with were still pretty different because there are people who, like I started to talk about earlier, there are people who maybe just don't know where to start and want some initial guidance on how to get going. There are people who may have already started, but don't feel like it's going as well. Uh, There are people who have tons and tons and tons of ideas, but for whatever reason, just can't write them down. Um, And there are people who feel really isolated in the process. Like they know everything they're supposed to do and they're doing it, but they know it could be even better if they have the right person to work with and, and, and other things along those lines. So the more I thought about this and the more we talked about this, the more sense it made to have something put in place that could speak to all of those people without literally being like a 30 page piece of content that they had to sift through to find where they fit in. Because they are not going to want to read that. And I didn't want to write that. And that's when we started talking about switching things over to the quiz. And, uh, and I know, you know, at first you were like, okay, I can see a quiz. And then some doubts started creeping in. So I would yeah, love for you to talk there were, about there were some. Yeah. I want you to be really honest with this because sometimes people out there portray like making funnels as just this easy, like just slam it together, you put it out there and you're ready to go. And I really want people to know like this is a process that you have to go through of yeah. really thinking about what is it that you need your audience to be ready for? What's the conversation you need them to be ready for? And so what were some of your concerns that came up as you started thinking about this quiz? Yeah, uh, well, one of the big ones was, this is a quiz. Don't people like go to BuzzFeed and Mashable and, 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 and stumble upon to like you get quizzes and then they find out like, you know, what, what, what's, your, what's your favorite color for real? And what does that say about you? And like, what's your, your favorite Star Wars character and stuff like that? And I was like, people are totally going to be like, they're not going to take this seriously. Right. And, 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 you know, I, I kind of had to fight my way through that a little bit. And, and what I, I realized sort of two things, and, and you helped, again, you helped me through this quite a bit. Um, I realized a couple of things about that. Firstly, that by asking questions and by getting people to ask themselves questions, I can connect with them a lot more strongly than just by throwing content at them. And that 
that is at least worth trying. Um, and that, and that is, that is worth, you know, putting my effort into, into doing this. And then the second thing that I realized is just because people have a particular view of some quizzes doesn't mean that I have to take that view when I put the quiz forward to them. And that actually ended up turning into a really fun exercise for me where I took the splash page, the first page of my quiz and used it to completely make fun of the fact that I'm, I'm giving people a quiz. While I know. And I loved it. When I read it, I was like, Oh my God, I love, I love that you call this out. It was awesome. Yeah. In fact, I want to link to it in, um, for, yeah, go for it. that's uh, listening to the podcast. I want to link to it because First of all, I loved that you brought this up because it could have been a blocker. Like you could have just said, I like Michelle, Michelle and I agree that this is the right funnel for me, but I have these things and I don't want to bring it up. You brought it up. We, we worked through it, Yep. but then you kind of poked fun at it in a really brand appropriate way. Like this is appropriate for your brand to be like yeah. this, to call BS on things. Yeah. Cause that, cause that is something I do. Yes. Yeah. It's really <laughs> appropriate for your brand and who you are. And when I read it on your um, opt-in page, I was like, oh my God, this is so perfect. And I told you, I was like, yes, like you need to do this because it's going to connect with your audience. So anyway, I will connect. I will link to that because I want yeah, absolutely. To what this looks like in real life. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm uh, getting to that point felt really good. Getting to that point, it felt, you know, you, you use the words brand appropriate and, and I would, I would supplement that by saying it felt very natural. It felt very authentic and it didn't feel like I was trying to push something that didn't work for that. That wasn't, you know, that wasn't right for me. Right. Right. And then, you know, and, and also, just to be fair, this is not a, you know, yes, this is a multiple choice quiz, but this is not a thoughtless, like, randomly pick something quiz. There are seven questions, and each one of them is designed to make you think about how you work and what your goals are and what you want out of this book process and what maybe you're running into that's problematic, so that by the time, you know, it maybe take you 10 minutes to get through, but by the time you do you will have already started thinking about, okay, what do I really need here? And, and what can I really do to keep moving forward and make this a really good thing? Whether that ends up being that you work with me or that you just take this insight and be like, oh, wow, I never thought of that. Let me run with it. And this is on purpose. Um, oh, absolutely. It's, it's something that I teach in the course, um, that's called pre-framing. It's mm -hmm. getting people ready for the conversation you ultimately want them to have. And a lot of times where, you're, where, where all of our marketing falls down is that we try to jump from, hey, it's nice to meet you to, hey, let's have the sales conversation. And we skip over this, this bridge mm -hmm. where we need to do that pre-framing. And those questions are a perfect place to start that pre-framing because They've already asked and answered these questions and they've already taken themselves down this road and they're in a much better place to say, yeah, I actually really want to have this conversation with you, James. Yeah. And it's a better conversation too, because they already know what those pain points are. Yeah. 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 And, and, and the pain points in particular, I know that's something that uh, you talk a lot about, especially in like the research uh, sections of the bootcamp course and also in just different conversations that we have to refine things. Um, 
there are a number of pain points built into both this quiz and the the results that you can get from it that ideally <laughs> resonate with whichever um whichever author type or whichever particular block that you are or that you have whether that is I don't have any problem sitting down and writing, but I feel like I'm spinning my wheels or whether that is, I have a thousand ideas, but I can't make myself write them down or yeah. anywhere in between. Yeah. Yeah. And I know you did the funnel persuasion playbook where you went through and you found all the pains and the mm -hmm. stories that people have in their heads and all, you know, the things. And then when I went through and took a look at not only the questions you did, but the emails that you wrote afterwards to really, bolster up why it's so important that they have a conversation with you. I could see where the research that you did in your funnel persuasion playbook really came through in the questions, in the um, emails, and just led beautifully into a conversation with you. Did it feel easier to put that together once you were clear on what those pains were? Yeah, that definitely helped. And I mean, Okay, so I, I have to admit that there's one hack that I use, which is just that I'm already a writer. Right. And that helps a lot. Yeah. And, you know, not everybody will necessarily be able to do what we're talking about as easily as I did. Mm -hmm. And actually, as you mentioned, there were a number of people in the, the community who were having a few issues around that who actually reached out either in the group or specifically to me and say, hey, I have a question about this writing thing, you know, can you help? And, yep. you know, and of course I'm, I'm happy to. So that's, that is my, that is my hack. If there's any, if there's any hack that I have, that's it. Yep. <laughs> but, um, but what I will say is even with what I already knew about my own industry, which is a lot, um, <laughs> being able to get even clearer on some of the stories, some of the issues, some of the, the problems, that the people I want to work with or could work with are running into that other people like me are using to attract them. That allowed me to get a lot clearer on, okay, this is, you know, this is the structure of the email sequence that I want to use. Like I want to have, um, you know, these are the really good things about the author type that you are. And then this is the problem that you run into. And here's the key to fixing that problem and here's a case study of how it, that problem was fixed and, and so on. I mean, I'm not going to give everything away, but like, right. um, but it allowed me to structure it uh, in a way that I felt that that felt really good for me. And that touched on a lot of different points within that, that I think uh, the people that I really want to work with and who would do well uh, and enjoy working with me would relate to. Yeah. So now that you have your funnel up and running, how do you feel about driving, you know, people to it and driving traffic to it? I'm going to be honest, it still scares me. And okay. it's, it's probably going to keep scaring me for a while until I just do more of it. Mm -hmm. uh, my, um, my, my projects at the, in this area at that point, uh, at this point are twofold. One uh, is pitching podcasts and that right now is involving a lot of podcast research and figuring out, you know, what makes sense to do and you know what is where, where do I fit into that that's very new um it's a learning process <laughs> uh but but it's it, it is something that I'm that I'm I'm challenging myself to move forward on uh and then the other one is just getting some extra money together so I can start running Facebook ads yeah so. 
Yeah. And, you know, the nice thing is, is that once it's in place and it's there, you know that everything that you do to drive traffic mm -hmm. there is, is catching that. So you're not having to keep recreating the wheel, which I love. Yeah. And, and it's interesting because we were talking earlier about how a book is an asset. A funnel mm -hmm. is an asset also. It's, it's, you know, it's a digital asset. It's smaller. It doesn't work exactly the same way. But this is something that I can use for months and years to come. And I, and I plan to. So. Yeah, for sure. I know I've had uh, funnels that, you know, if I've updated my branding, I've updated it, but the, the bones of it have stayed the same for quite a while. And yeah, absolutely. Awesome. <laughs> okay, so last question that I have for you. If you were talking to a friend or a colleague who was in a situation like you were before you joined, what's something that you would say to them as they were thinking about joining Build Your Funnel Bootcamp? If you can work with Michelle, work with Michelle. But, no, I'm, I'm serious. No, the, the course is fine. The course is good. There's a lot of good information in it. And at base, it is a course. The main thing that people get out of this thing is that they get access to you. They get yeah. to ask you questions. They get to pick your brain. They get to have you call them on their BS. Um, <laughs> they get to have all of the expertise that you bring to the table and, and all of that support around, you know, whatever they're doing with watching the videos and building funnels and engaging in the community. You are the foundation that makes it all work. Mm, and that is, yeah, you're welcome. And I would say, again, going back to what I said earlier about how much time and dedication you put into the success of the people that you work with, that is worth more than, than your, more than, you know, several times what you're currently charging for this bootcamp, you know? So, so if yes, whoever you are, if you can do this, if you have a chance to work with Michelle, go work with Michelle <laughs> and, uh, and, and, uh, and, and you will, you will get so much more than you would out of just trying to figure out any of this by yourself. Because, you know, let's be real. Most of the information is out there. If you look hard enough, you can find it. But the information plus the package of having the support and the access for Michelle, that's where you're going to get the real value out of this. So go for that. Yeah. And just to be clear, I do call people on their BS. Like James has said it a few times in this interview. <laughs> um, I, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty good at, at calling that, <laughs> but yeah. I do it with love and with support. And I don't just say like, that's BS. I say, let's work through it. Right. Yeah. And, and she doesn't force people to fit into, you know, boxes that they don't fit into. Yeah. Yeah, because my, my number one thing is always help me understand what the real concern is here. Yep. Like, let's, let's dive deep into what's really going on, and then let's figure out, you know, what we can do to really achieve the goal that you want, for sure. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. thank you so much. If people want to find out more about you and about the master wordsmith that you are, where should they go to see that quiz that you put together and to find out more about your services? Sure. So jamesranson.com. That's, mm -hmm. I've like centralized everything at jamesranson.com. It used to kind of be all over the place. Um, that is where you can see the quizzes on there. It's, I think it's jamesranson.com slash your author type. There's probably going to be some dashes in there. We'll link in the description for you guys. Um, that's where you can see the quiz, but you can also see uh, testimonials of people who have worked with me. You can see some of the books I've worked on. You can see my most recent book, which came out in uh, August of 2017. And as this year goes forward, you will also see updates from the next book that I'm working on, which is, um, <clears throat> excuse me, 
which is called Don't Write a Crappy Book. So that's going to be <laughs> which a lot. Which I love. I can't wait for that one to come out. It's so on brand for you. I'm, I'm really excited. I, did I tell you this? I interviewed 26 people for that book who are all, you know, successful authors, editors, or book professionals in some other way, people who own their own publishing companies, you know, all, all sorts of stuff like that. And so not only is it not just going to be me uh, shouting from a soapbox, um, it's going to have a huge amount of value for anybody who wants to make sure that the book they write is good. Mm. I love it. All right. So we'll link up to all that stuff. I want to thank you for your time today, James. And I really look forward to seeing everything that comes out of your master wordsmith bookshop. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And thanks so much for having me, Michelle. It's always a pleasure to talk with you. Thanks. James, thank you so much for sharing your story. So if you'd like to jump on over and take James's quiz and learn about your author style, or learn more about his work, you can visit him at jamesranson.com or just visit michellelevans.com forward slash 23 and I'll link to his website and the quiz directly in today's show notes. So you can jump on over and check the whole thing out. So want to know which marketing funnel is right for you and your business? I have created a totally free and easy quiz to help you figure that out. Head on over to today's show notes at themarketingfunnelshow.com forward slash 23 and in less than five minutes, you're going to know exactly which funnel is right for you. All right, I will see you next week as we dive even further into more marketing funnel goodness. See you then.